Hello, hello there. My name is Roy, my co-host Corey. We are The Real Guys, and this is The Real Show with two ears. Put on your big hat, put on your khaki jacket and your shirt, grab your whip, and jump into the Temple of Doom. That's the second film. <laughs> but, Raid the Lost Ark. Great. With Indiana Jones and nice. the Raiders of the Lost Ark. As yep. always, I'm Maury, with my co-host Corey. How are you doing today, Corey? I'm doing very well, thank you. You're feeling very adventurous today, Corey? I am. I'm Excellent. Indeed. As always, you can watch us on our video version on The Real Show YouTube channel, The Real Show. Follow us on Amazon, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcasts, we're there. You can also follow us in front of us on Twitter at The Real Show FM. We're still that, as I always say. We always ask you if we are still. We are still that. I know that because I run the Twitter account, yes. so I should, I should know when I'm tweeting. Maybe I'll tweet on Indiana Jones, Corey. Yeah. I'll put, you know, crack your whip. Yep. Great, yep. Accurate whip noise there. Yes, definitely. Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Not even that. The Raiders of the Lost Ark, Corey. Yep. It's not even called Indiana Jones. Nope. We're reviewing this 1981 film because of the Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Correct. The new film coming out. In like a week. In like a week's time. That's right. We record <laughs> this like a week's time. We'll probably be out by the yeah. time. You know, it's out right now. Go and watch it. I think it comes out on the Friday and we're doing. this will be the Saturday. No, it, it literally is a week today. Oh, excellent. Next Wednesday, I think. Is it 28th? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's yeah. It's 21st today. Yeah. The the 28th with, is amazing. Uh, Harrison Ford, he's back. He is. We've got uh, Mads Mikkelsen as a villain, Toby Jones. It's going to be fantastic. But we're taking a look at the first film in the Indiana Jones series. Correct. Which is Raiders of the Lost Ark. Now, Corey, I don't want to say Corey has a great affinity for this film, but he enjoys it very much. So much that as we started recording, he's told me that he'd seen it four times. Yep. I was like, how many times can you see one film? Well, in all... In all what was the first time you saw this film? Was it in 1981? No. Unfortunately not. No, I was, I was occupied that day. Mm. I was doing some bowling instead. Um, no, first time I watched this film was for college. Right. Um, I was sat down at college. We used to watch a film every Friday, every week. Once a week, every Friday. Good and um, Bill was like, okay, today you're doing Rays of Lost Ark. So okay. we all sat down and watched Rays of Lost Ark. Rays of the Lost Ark. Uh, and then every now, every time since then, it's just kind of like, it's like, oh, it's on TV. Oh, okay. Normally, it's like, oh, it's on TV. Oh, it happens to be on TV. Oh, right, okay. You know, scroll through channels. Oh, and Jan Jones. Yeah, play. that's like me with Casino Royale. Yeah, pretty much. Mm. <laughs> every time Casino Royale comes on on, on, on TV, I watch it. I yeah. Casino Royale. Oh, it's on TV. Exactly. Because it's on, it's on TV, yeah, every now and then. It's like, it's like the Harry Potter movies. They, yeah. run in the, they run the Indiana Jones trilogy or, or quadilogy every mm, year or we so. We forget about the fourth one. Do we? Trilogy then. <laughs> it runs It runs the trilogy every year or so, so you can always catch it. Yeah, we don't talk about Crystal Skull. No, 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 we don't. The <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Ark was a, a revolutionary film, a sort of pet passion project, a labour of love, if you will, yep. by Steven Spielberg and creator of one of my favourite franchises of all time, Star Wars creator George Lucas came up with it when they were on holiday together. Indiana being, of course, the name of George Lucas's dog, if you didn't know that. Uh... Indiana Jones, the, the renowned uh, adventurer, archaeologist, yep. and uh, cool hot professor in the in the college as well. He's, he daylights as he's like a, he's like Batman. He daylights as the college professor, and he moonlights as the adventurer with with the hat and the whip yes. and the gun. He's raiding temples <laughs> with with he's raiding a particular temple with um, Alfred Molina is with him. Yep. Uh, Alfred Molina plays the guy we know him as Doctor Octopus. He's, he's in there. There's the traps and uh, arrows flying. He's ducking and diving. He's jumping and dodging, and he's getting to the idol. 
Yes, he is. Now, this film is very um, influential, Corey. Yep. The only thing influential on the wider film community is also influential on us. Correct. Because you can, I'm allowed to let you to this, Corey, you know exactly where I'm going. Yeah, I don't know where you're going. Uh, anyone who has been paying attention recently to us or our Twitter or uh, any form of social media. Our YouTube as well. Yep, our YouTube. Uh, would know this is our, our, our current, like, logo. Technically, it's, logo, yeah. It's like, it's not really a logo because we don't really, well, we do reuse it. Yeah. But the definition of a logo is really like a symbol. Yeah. But as the, I guess it's like it's a our, like, promotional what? shot. Yes. It's our promotional shot, let's yes. call it. So our profile pictures yeah. on social media, on our Spotify pages, on our YouTube, uh, it is there. It's us reaching for the idol, which is a golden it's microphone. It's a golden microphone. And because we're very yes. uh, unique, obviously. Yes, obviously. Um, we're reaching for it. We're doing the Indiana Jones pose. I yep. look constipated. Corey looks like so much that I've cut it out of the. T- I've cut our faces out of the Twitter wall. It's, yes. it's just two hands reaching for a microphone, which I think is good enough. It works. It works. But I don't want to put my constipation face on. <laughs> I can put it on YouTube. I cannot put it on Twitter. Yes. You look good though. You look like you're real. You know, you've got the hat. You've got the adventure. The adventurous look. I just look like I'm. You know, trying to do a poo. <laughs> you're, you're even holding a bag. I didn't notice this at the time. Yes. But you were holding a bag to like put the, grab the microphone and place the. Yep. That was a fun shooting day. Yeah. Because we aren't actually reaching towards anything, Corey. Spoilers. Yeah, we weren't. We aren't actually reaching towards anything. We're just reaching towards nothing, and yeah. you had it in post. And then we thought, oh yeah, we'll just get some more promo shots. Yep. That's that picture at the end of every single YouTube video, but no one gets exactly. to because no one watches the whole way through. Well, no, no. well, it's the picture of us sitting in the seats, isn't it? Yeah. Looking towards the cinema. That was a good one. The one that we looked like when we were in the cinema. Yes. We're sort of sitting on those rows of chairs and we're looking up at the screen. That's a good one. I feel like if we had a reverse version of that, you could sort of chroma key, green screen the screen, so it looks like we're looking at something. Uh, yeah, well, that picture is um, uh, edited. It always edited. I know it's edited. Yeah. The lighting's edited. but No, and, and the seat's behind us. Oh, and the seat's behind us. Yeah. But really? Yeah. You've got me with that. I thought that's how it was. No. Oh, okay. No, that's I was sat on like two seats. Yeah, Ed, I know. All I know. the rows behind us aren't real. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, but I love cro- the chroma key idea. Uh, yeah, idea. yeah. That's, that's video of magic there. That's editing magic. Yep. Indiana, Indiana Jones and the Raiders of... The, that's, I'll call it the Raiders of Start from now on. I yes. know it Indiana Jones and the Raiders of Start. That is not his actual title. It's just called Raiders of Start. Yes, or if you call um, Raiders. Raider, oh, oh, Raiders. Yeah. I'll call it Raiders. Yeah. Oh, that sounds really you know, niche. Yeah, have, you seen, some... have you seen... Have you seen... Raiders. Yes, yeah, some people say that. Normally, it's in context when you talk about the film. Oh, what's your favourite? Some people go Raiders. Raiders. Is like, oh, Raiders okay. people's films? Some people's favourite films. I would say mine's Temple of Doom. Right. Okay. Which I don't know if that's a hot take. I don't know if that's like. I, I, oh, I is that a hot take? Is that a hot take? No, a hot take would be Christmas scoring off fairness. Okay. I don't actually know what is considered the best one. Uh-huh. I don't. I know it's not the third one. I like the third one, but I know I think people kind of go Off-crusade. that's like good, mm. but it's not as good as I think. It's not Raiders. It's not Raiders. It's not Raiders. Nope. I think people, uh, people, the favourite must be Raiders then. Probably. Because it has all the classic Indiana Jones things in it. It's got, yeah, exactly. It's got the boulder. It has got the boulder. It's got the boulder. It's got the idol. Yeah. It's got the man's fine, fine, fine fight with the sword. Use a gun on him. <laughs> it's got all the stuff. It's got the big explosions. It's got the big Nazis. It's got the punch. punch it's, it's got the big Nazis. It's got the big Nazis. It's got, <laughs> <laughs> it's got punch a man under a plane. It's got all that kind of stuff. It's yeah. very, it's very scrappy. Let's, let's let's skip forward in the plot a bit. Also, yeah. you know, spoilers for a film that came out forty years ago. Yes. Um, if you've not seen it now, what are you doing with your life? Yeah, exactly. You're dead. There's, <laughs> there's the bit where, the, the, where he is fighting the the yes. big Nazi. But yeah, and it's very scrappy. Indiana Jones. People say, oh, you know, can Indiana Jones beat James Bond in a fight? 
or whatever. Can Indiana Jones beat an action hero? Indiana Jones has an amazing tolerance for being beaten. I've realised this because I've also recently watched Temple of Doom. We're not reviewing Temple of Doom, but I have oh, watched it. Yep. Uh, when Indiana Jones is in a fight, it's like it's very like you know eighties action. It's like oh, block a punch on your left, hit him with your right. You know. A lot of scrappy fighting. It's like, oh, I punch the guy, but I'm also getting punched at the same yes. time. We're just grabbing each other. Marion's just hitting a man with a box. Did you see that? Yeah. When they're in, e- they're in uh, Egypt. They're in a fight in the street, and Marion's just hitting this guy with a box on the head. It's like I don't even know what it is. It's like a cinder block. Yeah. She's building it like it's a piece of paper. It's like she's just kind of swinging it at him. And it's it's amazing. Also, interestingly, I've just been doing some research and checking yeah. uh, only several lists, but also uh, IMDb's ratings itself. Actually, Temple of Doom out of a three is the lowest rated one. What is it? It is considered the worst out of a three. Mm-hmm. Raiders is top on every list. Perhaps you should give me some, some Raiders trivia. Course. It's Raiders, Last Crusade, and then it's Temple. I don't know if that's hindsight, though, because oh. I think when I was younger... Like, the idea of, like, yeah, sure, Indy went from Boulder, yeah, but, like, like, the weird, like, cool, yeah. like, underground and the fire and the Ooh, pits. Yeah, and that yeah. was, like, that's, yeah. And maybe going Usually maybe striking. going back, it's yeah. maybe not as good. Uh, well, I feel like Raiders has a lot of the intrigue. Mm. You know, there's Belloc, and he, they've got a history together. Yes. And Belloc's like, hmm, you let me take it from you again, Dr. Jones. You should be very careful of where you leave these adults. Like that. I think it's also because mm-hmm. uh, when I was younger and I yeah. played the uh, Lego game. I Lego think, Indiana Jones? Yeah, I think, I think Temple of Doom was my favourite oh, yeah. like, game to go one. through. Yeah, that was fun. Whereas Raiders is more, you know, sneaking around a campsite and uh, yeah. ducking in tents. You still do fight a big nasty man. Big, yeah, exactly. And you know, there's, all the, there's all the, you know, shady, shady figures. The, uh, the opening is class. It's like a cold open. Yep. You get the... Uh, Raid through, through he raids. He does raid. He raids the the sort of secret temple. Yes. Comes out with the idol. All the all the indigenous people are there, and of course Alfred Molina doesn't make it out. But uh, I like his, uh, you know, he drops the whip and he goes, "Oops!" And off he goes. He goes, "Butterfingers," as Doctor Octopus would say. You want some trivia? Okay, give me a couple bits of trivia. Indie, okay. What indie trivia? So indivia. sure. This is the uh, obvious one. The, uh, the the sword scene wasn't oh, yeah. me- wasn't, wasn't meant to go that way. Have you have you always do, have you done that to someone before when what? you're watching in the eye Jones with somebody and you've told and them and you've told them that it's like bigger <laughs> Mortison breaks his toe. Yeah. Uh, all the classic all the classic facts. Yeah, that wasn't meant to happen. Oh, have you done that to someone before? Um, I have. I think I've done it for Lord Rings. Yeah, yeah. Don't, I've not done it for Raiders of Lost Ark. Okay. You've not, when he does that scene, you go, you know, that was actually improvised and Harrison Ford actually you know, came up with the idea because he, he had gout on the day or something. Something like that. He had indigestion. He had a poor tummy. Yeah. So we thought, oh, I don't want to fight this guy with a whip. Can I just pull out my gun and shoot him? I thought, yeah, yeah that works. Um, did you also know about R2-D2 and C-3PO? They're in the film. I, did, I, I didn't catch them. I, tried to, I knew yeah. they were in it and I knew roughly what shot it was. Yeah. Roughly what shot it was. I tried to find it and I couldn't find it. Yeah. I think it's when they actually raise the arc up. When him and Salah raise the arc out of the ground. Yeah, the, it's um, free-to-framing during the Well of Souls scene. You can oh. notice it's a golden pillar with a tiny engraving of R2-D2 and C-3PO. Hmm. Uh, what else we got in here? What the trivia have we got? Uh, the out-of-control airplane actually ran over Harrison Ford's knee. Oh, no. Tearing a ligament in his left leg. 
Like, he always has problems with knee. I was going to say, it's not, it's not the, well, I was say it's not the first time he's injured himself from a, in a or injured his leg on a film in, set. Hello, Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Was that his or, leg? Or, or was that his arm? Or injured his leg in a plane accident. Or that. He's done that as well. Was it his arm or leg on Star Wars? I think it was his leg. That was a door or something, wasn't it? Was it? An arm the, the recent Star Wars films. Do you know, like... Get well, I knew... Well, he's only in He's only in two of them. Yeah. That's where like a door shot in him. He's I can't in Force Awakens and Skywalker. Yeah, that's where like a door shot in him or something. Oh, I think he's running Force Awakens. He's running around with doors and that. Probably. Skywalker uh, Saga's just standing on a on a yeah. rainy rainy platform, <laughs> going, "Oh, son, I've got a beard. You don't remember me <laughs> with this though." And he says, "Like, oh, dad, I want to be a Jedi again." And he's like, "You." That's how he sounds. Yep. He goes, "Oh, oh." Oh, kid, I'm, a, I'm an old man. I've got a... Uh, uh, like, like that. No, he doesn't sound like he's passing emotion in the battle while he's talking. But you know what? Speaking of Harrison Ford... Yes. You, you, you cannot top 1980, 1970, late 1970s, early 1980s Harrison Ford. Yeah. He's just got it, yeah. hasn't he? He's got the... He's Han Solo, Indiana Jones... A third one I'm probably missing out on at the time. Um, uh, he's just got those big roles, those big, you know, he's everywhere. What's he doing? In and he is, what was, yeah, type in, what's Harrison Ford doing? doing? Late 1970s, early 1981. Blade Runner. Blade, Blade, exactly, Blade Runner. <laughs> that's the big one, sorry. Blade Runner, he's just in these amazing action franchises, playing these cool heroes. Like, oh my God, he's just got it. He's got, he's handsome up the wall. Yeah. He's charismatic. He's cool, he's slick, he's he's dry, he's wry. Is he's, he Apocalypse Now? He is. I mean, he, he says he's in it. I, think I, I think have seen that film, actually. but I can't remember him being in it. Is that the one with Will and Defoe? If it is, he is. Uh, or is that, sorry, that's Platoon. Yeah, yeah, it's, um, it's Apocalypse Now is for like. Um, I know it's the Vietnam. Yeah, film. it's the one where like, a shot of a guy's head is like, coming out of the water. Yeah, 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 yeah. Colonel Kurtz. Yes. It's, it's for Martin Sheen one, not yeah. the other one. Mm. Who is Harrison Ford? Colonel Lucas. I mistook it for Platoon. Which is that's, that's fair enough, considering that's his son. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's another war film. Oh, yeah, exactly. Sure, sure. Um, but he's just got it. He's just, you know, Han Solo, yeah. amazing character, you know, smuggler, uh, Indiana Jones, adventurer, Blade Runner. I forget if my character called a Blade Runner. But he's uh, still, you know, cop on the edge. Fantastic. These roles have defined him through this era. That era is his era. The late 1970s, early 1980s. When did Blade, the first Blade Runner come out? Uh, uh, first Blade Runner, you were looking at 1982. 1982, exactly. So a year after so, this. Exactly. He's, just, he's on top of the world. Yep. He's on top of the world as an actor. He's, fanta- he's absolutely fantastic. I'm in awe of him in this period of time. He's on top of the world as an actor. You know, it's Harrison, Ford, it's Harrison Ford's world from 1977 to, you know, Empire Strikes Back as well. Empire Strikes Back. Um, absolutely fantastic. Yep. I love it personally. I love it. I love and I love seeing him in this era as well. He's just got the he's just got the coolness, the cool factor. You can't teach that, Corey. You can't teach the coolness. And Harrison Ford has got it. So I'm just looking for. What do you think of, of Ford's performance in this? Apart from it's amazing. <laughs> ah, there's two three penalty to do too. Um, I mean, yeah, you can't you can't fault it. To be honest. No, can't touch it. Can't, fault can't it. touch it. Um. Which, outside of film, mm. you might not think that, because outside of film, he's very stoic. Yeah, very stoic, he's quiet. Blank-faced. He's blank-faced, he's quiet, doesn't react to much. But, you know, when 
I don't know if it was like that in the 1970s, maybe he was. Yeah. But didn't he get like a job as a painter or something? Wasn't he initially kind of like a decorator or something? For, you see, for Lucas some reason that... Sp- yeah, yeah. But somewhere in the back of my head, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. And yeah, I've heard that before. And he had like an advert or something. He did like a commercial. Yeah. And he picked up from that. Have a, have a look at his have a look at his wiki. See what it says for you know career start of career origins or whatnot or work before acting. That might help. I'll I'll talk a bit more about Harrison. And they put a, and they put a, how did Han Solo? And even there? when how did Han Solo? How did Han Solo? Well, he was a, he was on Corellia, born on Corellia. He was a smuggler for uh, Lady Proxima. Anyway, I'll skip over that. We've seen that one. We've seen Solo. Underrated, I think. Yep. This. But no, he has the he has the factor. He has the it, he has it. He has the it factor. The X factor. And even though everyone is really good at this film, John Reese Davis as Salah has that great uh, compassion and um, friendliness about him as well. You want him as your friend in, in Egypt. Ah, there uh, we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've got a bit of history for yes. us now. This is Corey's sit-down history in Corey's Corner. Okay, so 1972, uh, for the first Star Wars movie, it had been casted by a guy called Fred Roos. Harrison Ford was working for him as a carpenter. Ah, that's how he got the audition. Okay. So at that point, he had already done acting in small roles, became a carpenter again, and then the guy he was making stuff for was like, oh, I'm doing Star Wars, I'm the casting director, mm-hmm. and then he somehow wormed his way to get a, to get an audition. So he was doing, it was probably, I don't know, making a table or a chair making or something. I imagine him, like, <laughs> making a ceiling. I don't know, my, my vision of him is like, he's like Michelangelo. You know Michelangelo did the on his back? Yeah. He's like up a ladder on his back. Like hammering a hammering a ceiling panel. That's how I imagine it. Right. Okay. Yeah. What do you imagine Carpenter Harrison Ford doing? Uh, I imagine him making a making a chair, director's chair. Oh wow! So he can then go to George Lucas and go, "I've made you this chair. Put me oh, in the film." Oh, amazing! <laughs> I can imagine him like those coke adverts. I imagine him just kind of sat there next to next to George Lucas, going, oh, "I'd like your chair. Oh, you're making a new Star Wars. Oh, you're making a new film. Oh, it sounds great. I used to do you're acting before. A new Star Wars. Like he's already made one in 1977. Yeah, well. You know, I, I cast I, that film for 1977. That was so the first Star Wars film is so yeah. drudged in in pre-production. It took like ten years to make yeah. or something. So I used to I used to act. So I was very good at acting. I was oh yeah, making your chair, mm. making you making you a chair uh, faster and more intense. So that's uh, but George Lucas is amazing. I always say that George Lucas is an amazing story guy. Yeah. he's an amazing ideas man. Dialogue is a bit ropey. You know, and actually, he does just tend to write they fight. Yes. But because he knows that he's happy to leave it to other people. But I'm glad that George Lucas is a great ideas guy. He's a great story guy. We know that from Star Wars: The Clone Wars. We know that from A New Hope. We know that from all the other stories he's he's created and the prequels as well. Not not the dialogue and the whatnots. Yep. But the actual story of it, as you know, the story of effectively how Palpatine's rise to power is fantastic. I, I, I say that always. He's a good ideas guy. He's a good guy for creating these great worlds and writing these great stories. And the work going on in his head is fantastic. Yes. And Indiana Jones is a great... Uh, Raiders, sorry. Raiders is a great example of that. Because the story by George Lucas of the, uh, you know, slightly more real world um, adventure man is fantastic. Is, is really, really great. That's it, yeah. Real world adventure man. Real world adventure man. You know what? That's on, his, that's on Indiana Jones' business card. <laughs> He goes, hello, I'm Indiana Jones, real-world adventure man. But Indiana Jones have a business card? He would if he's a professor. Yeah, that's true, actually, yeah. Exactly, that's what he says under the subtext. It's got, it's got Dr. Indiana Jones, 
It says college professor, and no, 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 in, in brackets, it says real world adventure man. No, if he had a business card, it'd be like, um, I don't know what we call them, but like, there'd be like little, a little code there, but you had to like figure it out yourself, and it would like tick to like a, a little website. What, like a cipher? Yeah. Yeah. So you look at it and go, oh, it's, it's a nice professor. And like, but yeah. Yeah, if you knew, that, like, you can like, oh, it's get like little mortal. clues. Yeah, it's like Cicada. And it leads you to like his, I don't know, secret profile for Indiana Jones. It's it's well, it's not on. It's not on MySpace. Why is this? Is this 1981? It's like his, his hidden phone number or something. His hidden phone number. That's a yeah. good idea. His hidden phone number. He's what? like. He's got like the bat phone in his hand. Yes. <laughs> it's like Commissioner Gore. He's gonna pull back the head of the. He's, he's sat there the in like a, a, a underground bunker with like loads of maps of like where his artifacts are. Yeah, I can see it. And some of his, what do you want? I want like man, a holy grail. And he's like, I can't add this to the list. He's like the bat cave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. He gets the red. He's got the red phone, and he yeah. picks it up, and he goes, "Hello." <laughs> he puts on the voice. He goes, "Hello," and he goes, "I need the uh, what? I need the Ark of the Covenant." Yeah, I'm, I'm on it. Yeah, I was trying out. to think of what other artifacts exist. Yeah, yeah. Excalibur, please. The Ark of the Covenant <laughs> in this film is quoted by the Egyptian pharaohs Correct. and has the secret to commune with God itself, with, yes. like, with the deities themselves in the uh, in inside the Ark. Great piece of uh, great set design here. Great yep. uh, prop design. The prop the design of the arc is fantastic. You know, you yes. pick it up and it's got this huge sort of box in the middle and very ornate. But of course, sinister forces are converging on the arc. Correct. It's uh, the Nazi Germany. It's 1936. Uh, they've not invaded France yet, but they do that in 1939. <laughs> um, I know World War Two, Corey. Um, great, good. I, but it was Nazi Germany in it 1936. Was. So Hitler had control of the Reichstag. So can we say Hitler? Yeah. You can say Hitler. You can't say Hitler on... I don't think you can say Hitler on YouTube. It's contextual for this film. Um, it is contextual. Uh, but Hitler did have control of the Reichstag in 1936. So, because he... I don't know if he'd done the Knife Along Knives yet. Or the... I think he had... Done, no, yeah, he must have done the Beer Hole Push since then. And then he did have control of the Reichstag as Chancellor. You'd have to ask George Lucas that one. Yeah. Well, I don't know how George Lucas is in his... Um, <laughs> It is World War Two military history. He might be uh, German history. He might be too busy in the food court in Adelaide or something. Anyway, the the Nazis are after this arc. Correct. Because there's interest in it, and the two American guys, one of which is played by Jack Porkins from Star Wars, the X, the X-wing pilot. You know Jack Porkins. I have a name. Okay, have a look. He's the same guy, the one of the military guys from um, the U.S. military guys Jack from Porkins. Raiders. There he is. He's one of the two guys that sit at the table and go, ah. oh, Dr. Jones, you want the... Hey, see, you want Dr. Jones, you're going to look at... I don't know why he suddenly turned into a guy from New York. But he's like, hey, Dr. Jones, you want to look at the this new arc they had? You know, the Nazis going after it. You better get after it first. Yeah. We're not going to take it away. It belongs in a museum. Yes, which is... A, I'm, I'm sure a debate will get onto at some point. Exactly. It's the, the ending of this film. Mm. <laughs> well, we'll get onto that. Jones has to go on a great adventure to Egypt to recover yep. the Ark for these American dudes, uh, thinking it was going to go into the museum because his friend is a museum friend who I didn't think existed when I first watched this film, but does. Uh, is like this will be a great asset to our museum. Yep. You know, we will, we'll put the Ark in there. We'll have proof of of God Himself. You've got to do it, Indiana. You've got to go over there. Indy does the does the plane journey, which is done amazingly. I yep. love his little outfits. I'm going to say, as a man who enjoys his fashion. Uh, he says, wearing grey cargo trousers. Uh, <laughs> I enjoy his little suits. He's like a little action man. You know, you dress him in his adventurer gear. He's got his hat and his and his khaki jacket. 
He dressed him in his airplane gear. He's got his red tie and his pinstripe suit and his little fedora. Yep. You dress him in his in his casual wear. He's got like a little bathrobe on or like a dressing gown or something, whatever he was wearing. Like a dressing gown. You're all oh, sexy professor Indiana Jones. He's got his uh his waistcoat on and his and his uh Twee, twee jacket or jumper yeah. whatever he's wearing and his little round spectacles you see yeah I, I like his little outfit changes I like his wardrobe <laughs> I like his wardrobe great nice one yep mm-hmm. <laughs> he does the plane transition which I've not yes. I pop, the pop of the plane transition the plane transition I've missed the plane transition why don't we ever do the plane transition anymore right, anyone true. do the plane transition now ah uh. We should bring back the plane transition. <laughs> I want to see the plane transition back. Because it takes off from wherever he was going. I think it was in New York, wherever he was leaving. Yeah. And then you see the line. You see the, the grainy footage of the plane in the background. Oh, he must be traveling. Da, 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 da. Yeah, the thing is playing on the whole time. The plane's <laughs> traveling. It's like doing like a big arc to the arc. Oh, get it. Uh, arc. Yeah, nice. Doing a big arc to the arc in Egypt. And then it stops. You see the little dots. Oh, it's amazing. Of course, he takes a stop off to get his friend Marion. Yep. His, his, uh, his tutor or teacher or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Or one of his friends. But they're stopped by the Nazi SS to get in a big bar fight. I love how the guns sound. I'm going to say that first. The sound of the guns, you know, pow, 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 pa-ching, pa-ching, pa-ching. Or then that, it sounds so 80s. Yeah, it's it? very old school. It's like, pa-ching, pa-ching. Or the sounds of the, you know, the sounds of the ricocheting bullets and all the guns sound really heavy, like... You know, blow your hand off, you know, patoom, yeah. patoom, patoom, like that. Nice. Nice, nice gun sound. Yeah, exactly. There. And the guy with the guy gets the machine gun out and it's like <laughs> no, 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 it's not like that. It's like <laughs> like that. Thanks for correcting yourself. Exactly. Well no, it's got a specific <laughs> sound, isn't it? Yeah, it does. It sounds like <laughs> like that. And then you hear and then you see all the bullet impacts yeah. and all the patoom, patoom, patoom noises. You know, do me oh, get me from like Foley. <laughs> I could narrate it's like that French, it's like totally that French film have you seen that French film where all the gun noises are really random noises no okay it's just like French satire it's, it's not meant to be serious right. it's this French kind of comedy satire film and there's action in it and the guns do not sound like actual guns there's got there's a one point where a guy's leaning out the window and he's got this like silent pistol or something and he's shooting with across a guy who's, who's in a bush and they're shooting at each other and um, they just sound—they just sound like they're firing like silly string, or like or like um, horns at each other, like ho he ho he, like that, you know, or um, or like the boing noise, like boing boing at each other. It's quite funny, um, but it's—I imagine it's a bit like that. But yeah, yeah, the gun noises are heavy. Action is is scrappy and sloppy and punchy. Yeah. Um, the fire is done really well. You know, there's a bar for that fire ignites, and he's trying to, you know, put the guy in the fire. Everyone sounds like they're in tremendous pain, and I like that about a film. Everyone sounds like they're just really, everyone's sweaty and and grimy and falling around. You saw nothing. And they're just slipping over and tripping over. And that one guy dives at the Nazi whip, and he burns his hand. He screams like he's a Looney Tunes character, and he like dives into the snow head hand first. He's like, ah, oh, like that. It's it, it's the action is raw and and palpable, Corey. That's upside down. I'm just gonna make a note of something. Right. Okay. Um, the action is raw and palpable. No. Okay. For uh, any 
audio listeners currently. Yeah, cool. So, flipping pages or something. So you real show people out there on the uh, on the old sound yeah. radio, one seven point three. Pop for that one, Ryan. We are with um, our YouTube channel. Anyone on uh, Spotify? Uh, go on our YouTube and if probably you're watching on YouTube. You can watch our video version. You can see what we're doing. It's not much. I've got. I can't drink from the water every now and then. I'm making a quick note. Right. Saying approximately thirty-one minutes. Uh, I need to uh, edit something. <laughs> You'll see what it is. Nice little visual gag. Oh, okay, okay. Little visual gag about thirty-one minutes in. I didn't do a swear, did I? No, 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 no. This is a visual gag. Right, visual gag. Visual gag. Visual gag. I like a visual. I like a visual gag. So do I. Not done one in a while. No, 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 don't well. I think the last one we did was um, the Andy Circus one. Anyway, there's... The the arc is uncovered by um, Indiana Jones, and of course, the great crux of this film, as often people say, is if Indiana Jones hadn't been there, the Nazis would never have found the arc. Yes. Do you believe that theory? Um, they were always looking in the wrong place. Yeah. And if they hadn't have found it, they would either have found it or they would have died. Because when you open the arc, it kills you if you look at it. Spoilers. So when they open the arc yeah. up, all the spirits come out. It's so beautiful. Oh, it's so beautiful, they say. And they raise their arms. Oh, it's wonderful. Oh, the arc. And then all the spirits burn their faces off. Yes. So I would they have found it. I don't know. And that guy's face, like... I don't want to just... It's, you know, we're not allowed to do too much vulgarity. But... They're all just set ablaze. If if you you literally YouTube like Ready to Blast, it'd be like the, one of the first things to pop and up. And they melt like candle wax. Yes, melt like butter. Which is all like for 1981. Fair play. It's, yeah. it's all like practical. What film is this rated? Is this PG. Uh. It's about when PG <laughs> meant something. It's about when like Dark Crystal PG, where the Skeksis Emperor's face turned into dust. Lost Dark. Well, I'd uh, like to know what this film is Rating rated. UK, please. Because they say a couple of swears, I think. They say a couple of swears. Previously classified as PG. Oh, my God. It is now 12A in the UK. Okay. <laughs> PG, yeah, PG, when that guy's face, the white of that guy's face drains off the skin of his body. So when it was released in 1981, it was rented an A certificate, which is now def- uh, defunct. So then it became, I think, PG, and then it became 12A. Okay. Um, but no, fair play, it's all practical, very well yeah, done. Yeah, very well practical. Yeah, I love those models of the guys, you know, it is all well done. Everything is practical. There's only bits of CGI, I think, yes. but I think it's limited, like, you know, the plane and whatnot. Yep. Um, but no, the ending of this film is always something, because we did it, because after we did Film Friday, we watched the film at college, you had, you had, we had a, a Facebook group for our, of the, of the college students. Facebook? Yes. Um, and you had to, in that group, the tutor would post the film poster and right. everyone had to put a comment underneath the film about what they liked. It could be just in general, like a review, or it could be like technical-wise, like, oh, I like the cinematography because blah, 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 blah. I like blah. the practical effects because yeah. it's nice to see that Nazi's face combust in real time. Yes. and a lot of the discussion was, I liked the film except the end because it just kind of Oh, no. What's right? Is it, are we going to get into an argument about the ending? I don't mind it. Right, I like it. I think I it's great. I don't mind it. Because... It, because Okay, this is going to be a bit... This I'm going to limit this tangent to a, to a few words. That's fine. I recently finished watching Succession, and the ending of Succession, yes. spoilers for, you know, one of the greatest TV shows of all time, uh, Succession is not happy. Mm-hmm. It's not a happy ending. It's a tragic ending. And this is a tragic ending. They don't know what they've got there. What an amazing line to finish on, right? What an amazing line to finish on. It's tragic, because the theme of this film is... You don't mess around with nuclear power. The yeah. powers of, of ultimate destruction, the ultimate weapons, should not be used. 
And that is the theme of this film. That is the message of this film. The Ark of the Covenant is a nuclear bomb. And the Nazis are looking for nuclear power. When they find it, they don't know how to use it or it blows up in their face. That's the story. That's the theme. That's the yeah. story. And it accomplishes that. Yes. And that's why I love this ending. Because it's not... I don't want to sound depressing. I don't think I'm a very depressing person. But sometimes, films, films to wake you up have to end in a tragic way. Yes. Have to end in a way that makes you sit up and go, oh my goodness, they're doing this. That's amazing. And it makes you like it more because it makes you realise the reality of, yes, the American government aren't great. The Nazis, the, the, you know, the Nazis are trying to uncover this um, destructive weapon that the Americans wanted for themselves. Yep. But no, when I when I was at college, I think a lot of the discussion, which I don't, again, I say, I don't mind ending. I think it's fine. Um, when I watched it the first time, I thought yeah, this is fine. This is, mm. I'm not disappointed by this or whatever. Were you disappointed? No. Uh, a lot, but a lot of the discussion was like it's kind of what you said. It's like, oh, it ends up in a museum and people are like, oh, okay, that's a bit. Mm. Yeah. Well, it doesn't end up in a museum. It ends up in a massive storage. Well, yeah. Uh, so it's like vault. so people are like, oh, well, this is you know. Because I remember the whole discussion is the whole of a film because of that ending becomes like not pointless mm. but it it just gets put in a thing and we never see it again that's it mm. it's kind of like oh so he got a thing well we don't see it again because he, the American government wanted wanted to have it yeah. and they have it with thousands of other you yeah. know uh, power, probably powerful weapons of, of destruction through mystical means or something like that and then people brought on a conversation of well if he wasn't there in the first place they wouldn't have found it anyway uh, so that's kind of pointless or, well, or they would have died. died and then Hitler would have sent more Nazis who then would have died. died and then Hitler would have sent more Nazis <laughs> and then would have died Yeah. and then World War II will be over because all of the dead Nazis have gone to the Ark and have all died yeah yep um, and I'm like I can see the point in that I'm like okay yeah fine like I get I, I think it's a fine enough ending. Mm. I wouldn't necessarily say it's like great or mm. like it's you know it's like oh this is amazing this is a top. But I'm like, it's I think fine. For a film of its time. Yeah. This ending hadn't really been done before. Yeah. You know what's the ending of Star Wars, Corey? Could you give me a you know the ending of Star Wars 1977? Give me give me your account. Uh, 1977. Don't lock it up, Corey. You know how Star Wars 1977 ends. How does a New Hope end? Uh, it's Battle of Yavin. Battle of Yavin, that's yeah. right. Luke Skywalker destroys the Death Star. Yeah. They get the medal ceremony Big at the boom. end. Big boom. They get the medal ceremony at the end. Yeah. Harrison Ford gets a medal. He does. Luke Skywalker gets a medal. Chewbacca doesn't get a medal. Chewbacca doesn't get a medal. <laughs> well, apparently, in Le- well, no, in Legends, he did get a medal. <laughs> right, okay. But it's Wookiee custom to not accept reward right. a medal in, in public. Right. But then at the in, it, that was retconned in canon in the Skywalker saga where he does get a yes. medal. He gets Han's medal. Yes. So there we go. Uh, however, um, apart from him, the whole medal thing. Even though I like to, <laughs> I like to think that the Legends one is still canon. I think it's canon. He get his own medal. But he, yeah, but uh, he only accepted it because it was Han's in the first yeah, place. Yeah, because it was Han's in the first yeah. place, yeah. But I kind of like that Chewie did get a medal, but, you know, Wookiee Custom forbids him from accepting it yes. in public. He has to have a private ceremony. Yes. Which is a nice retcon. Which is a fun retcon, that is. But it's a happy ending. It's a happy yeah. ending, let's agree. Right? This is not a happy ending. He no. gets the girl, okay. Um, he does get what he wants, but they don't. They take it away from him. Yeah. It doesn't go in the museum where he wants it to be. It goes in some vault where it'll never be seen again, or yeah. never be used again that he doesn't know of. And the, the, the symbol of the Nazi eagle is replaced with the American army symbol. And they just tack, 
give it a new coat of paint and tack it in this vault and leave it there. Pretty much. Because that's... And the fact that his final line, they don't know what they've got, no idea what they've got there, is true. They have yeah. no idea what the Ark can do. They just have it because it's a powerful weapon and and they need it. Like what the guy says, who says that line, he says, an army with the Ark in front of it will walk unchallenged, whatever he says, something yeah. like that. Because the Ark will just decimate everything in front of them. And that's the same as nuclear power. What's the better at some random point? some random this is not a completely different tangent right. but it's definitely not a thing but if Indiana Jones had legends like Star Wars does oh, yeah. this would be a story it would be they're, 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 someone would have opened that arc back up there'll be, like, be like two like new whatever like government yeah like who's have a whole job is just to stand in that broom and just do nothing because no one's going to get in there anyway and like there's like a random prank where someone just goes open it Oh, it's like... Um, open, it's it's like open it. Uh, he goes, oh, open it. And he goes, opens it, he just dies. It's like Tag and Bink. Is that, is that <laughs> yeah. their names? It was like Tag and Bink from Star Wars Legends yeah. who are like the two kind of joke characters that yeah. go around every sort of setting and time period. Um, like I said, they were actually in Solo, though. But I think their scene was cut. Um, but it's like the Tag and Bink of Indiana Jones. They're messing yeah. around in that vault with the diff- all the hundreds of boxes. Yeah. Like, oh, what's in this one? Ooh, ooh, what's in this one? Ooh, are they open the arc up? <laughs> <laughs> and they'd be like, oh, what's this? A big gold box. Someone <laughs> open this up. You know, and then, whoa, all the spirits come yeah. out and stuff. And they don't die. Yeah. Was they? Oh, no, maybe it's like they, they, they have to close their eyes but for some other reason apart from like, you know, they've both got pink eye. Could you imagine that being like, it's like you go to like, I don't know, someone's, someone's house like um like let's this going let's say like, like the president right right the president Can you imagine if this is how the war, the war ended oh, Pre- right. he invites the over the president goes what use the ark of the covenant no no no, no. Oh. he like he like he invites over like this would happen in the first place he invites over hitler it's like, you know we're gonna, have, we're gonna have a discussion we're gonna, we're gonna have a peace talk and he goes come and look at this big gold box no no he goes oh that's he goes you just told us open a box oh, oh yeah i've got, got oh, open this box got something in there for you what happens when you box. fall into it it's a good question, actually. Has anyone fallen into the ark before? What happens if you jump into it? What happens if you jump into it? Do you go into the spirit? What world? happens if someone goes, you oh, just die. probably. That's another thing. What if, it's, what if it's just in the back and someone goes, I'm going to put a prime, I'm going to open it up, lay in it and close it. I'm going to jump out and my friend just opens it, lays in there and just... You just go, well, there's a port, there's, it's, like a whist- it's like a mystical world. Possibly. Is it another dimension? Is it God? I don't think it's God. There was arguments that it's not God. It's like an alternate world. It's, like it's an alternate dimension, like Temple of Doom. Because in the Temple of Doom, there's like a portal to hell under the under the temple, isn't there? Uh, yes. So it maybe it's not. Maybe it's just like alternate dimensions, and that's all Indiana Jones is. It's not magic because Indiana Jones says, "Oh, I don't believe in any of that mystical nonsense or whatever." Yeah. Harrison Ford says, "You know, good blaster at your side, kid. I don't." That's Harrison. That's that's India. That's Hunter Allen. Yes, but he believes in the same. He same you know simple tricks and nonsense. He doesn't believe in the mystical arts. But he's proven wrong in basically every single film. Yes, up until the point where there's an alien spacecraft. The. But is it like alternate dimensions? Is mm. it not? Is it not God? Is it just magic? Is it like another world where these spirits do exist? And it's not you know God, but who knows? Who knows? George Lucas the, knows. The, George Lucas knows. Maybe we should ask him. The the rating for this raid for Raiders mm. for Raiders of the Lost Ark, Corey. What yeah. are you going to give it? I'm going to give it a eight point five. Eight 
8.5. I'm going to give it a 9. Okay. Very impressive this film. Yep. Great effects, great casting, great action, great story. Um, amazing effects, amazing music from John Williams. Of course, don't even talk about how, how iconic the theme is. True, yep. And iconic the themes of this film are. But for the weekly rec mm. this week, Corey, you've got something prepared for yes, us. Yes, I have. So, I could have gone serious mm. and gone uh, Lego Indiana Jones game, the first one, which is the best one. Because I brought out a second one that has all four films in it and it's awful. Okay. But, um and that was going to be my wreck until the other day. Uh, I was watching a YouTube channel that we, bo- we both know. Uh, and they uh, brought out a video that I found massively hilarious. I've now watched it like two or three times in a span of about two or three days. Mm. And I was like, for some reason, I thought, I want to recommend this on a radio show. I was like, how do I, how do I squeal it in? How do I squeal it in? Um, so... <clears throat> Very, very loosely found out a way. So, there's a YouTube channel, right? Which we're both, we're both aware of, called Another Ross Bard. Oh, yes, they're a Bard. Yeah, both yeah. know who they are. Uh, they brought out a, uh, a video recently. With Sullivan Bobrell. Yes. They brought out a video recently. Oh, no, it's not this, is it? Uh, they have a thing called House Rules. Oh, it's this. I know what you're going to do here, Corey. <laughs> How are you going to rope this into Indiana Jones? Easy. <laughs> We've got a thing called House Rules, where they have board games and they change them up to be something else. They change the rules, yeah, to be more harder. To and they uh, did it with Monopoly funny. recently. Yes, Communopoly. Yes. Story, where they make Monopoly yes. communist. Correct. The, the, uh, the easiest way to rope it in... How do you rope this into an Jones, Corey? Because Nazis are in it? Yes. Oh, okay. And, you know... Yeah, but he's, not an, he's, not, he's, he's a communist. No, but, you know, communists and Nazis, they have a history. Yeah, they do have a history. Yeah, exactly. Quite a long story history. We, <laughs> yeah, don't have time to, exactly. we don't have time to recap here. Exactly. And if you watch that video, you'll see Nazis get mentioned a handful of times. Yeah, they do. Um, and I thought, yeah, I'd recommend that. Right. So what are you going to give this video? It's about an hour long, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Right. I've, I know because I've seen it. Yes. Because uh, I watched it when it came out. Yep. Uh, what would you rate this video, Corey? Solid. Solid nine. Some flipping heck. I got higher than the film got. <laughs> so you have to give it you time. We have to review a whole hour oh, long episode. Oh, you'd watch this as... Yeah, I'd, I imagine we'd like get some of the... We've got to get in contact with the No Rolls Bars guys, yeah. haven't we, to get this the video made? Yeah. Yeah, we gave us a time. We have to now review a whole thing. Can we borrow the board game, please? Yeah, can we borrow it? Yeah, can we have a round? Can we play it? <laughs> can we go over to wherever... I forgot where the shop is. I don't the, know. The they board can, game shop. it to us. Yeah, all that. Or we can, like, speak to the creator, you know, have an interview with the creator. Oh, oh Sullivan Bo Brown. Uh, oh, God, uh, Dom. Dominic's the guy Dominic, that made it. Dominic, yeah, speak to Dom, yeah. yeah. Or speak to Adam. Oh, that. This is a fun video. Thanks for Corey for recommending it. Um, nine, I guess. Yeah. So you'd watch it. So this is preferable to Raiders of the Lost Ark. Well, it's different context, isn't it? Well, exactly. That's why, yep. that's why our rating system is completely yes. arbitrary. Because, <laughs> because <laughs> something like this can get higher than Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> but because of the context that the Ark is I in. I can't remember. It's like every single thing we review has its yes. own spectrum of one to ten. Well, and it fair. gets its... I can't remember what you gave who killed Captain Alex, but I'm fairly certain like an 8.5 or a 9. Why bringing up who killed Captain Alex? Because. It's Uganda's first action-packed movie, Corey. Movie, movie, movie. Because. The movie's on. The movie's on. The movie's on. Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Um, 
<laughs> because I swear you gave it like an 8.5 or a 9. I did. It was like did. higher than most things you've reviewed on this show. <laughs> Who killed Captain Alex is the movie, Corey. <laughs> the movie, the production in action. Act Super Fighter, action packed movie. What's the bad it's guy from that called again? Richard! That's it. Richard! <laughs> That's it. You know, I'd take Richard over Bellic, you know. <laughs> Richard's Rich, Richard Tiger Mafia That's is his good say. name. <laughs> Richard Tiger Mafia. With that being said, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes. Um, what a start to the Indiana Jones film. We're probably, you know what? We might do all four, all three, all four. It will depend. We'll brave the fourth one. We will, we'll brave the fourth yeah. one for content. We'll brave the fourth one. Yeah. And by that time, maybe we've seen the fifth one. By that time, it'll be like a month. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have time by then. By that time, we've seen it in cinema, or assumedly, it'll be on Disney Plus. Amazing. Because it has to be, I think. I think it does. Yeah. The other ones don't. Well, no, they are though. Yeah, but they don't have to be because they were published by a like Paramount or something. Yeah, and yeah, they yeah. don't own Paramount, but now they own Indiana Jones, so they have to put the new. I don't know yeah, how it yeah, works. Exactly. Some weird Some thing weird. like it's that. It's like how Sony owns Spider-Man, but Marvel can also use yeah. him, and you know, it's funny like that. Yeah. And the Fantastic Four and stuff. Um, In Raiders of the Lost Ark correct. with a uh, eight point five and a nine. Yep. Very happy with this film. Let's say. You know, I'm going to put my foot down now. We're going to do the trilogy. Temple of Doom, Last Crusade. Yep. The fourth one, if we can be bothered. Thank you very much for watching and listening. As always, it's a goodbye from me, goodbye, and a goodbye from Corey. Goodbye.